everybody. This is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today, I'm talking to my dear friend, Celine Osman, uh, who is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Uh, she's been in the cannabis space for over 20 years. She's incredible. Um, I am so grateful to be part of the multi-generational sisterhood that is the Glowing Goddess Getaway, uh, of which she is a co-founder, and um, just have truly loved creating space for women to to heal and glow up to their best self. Um, and Celine is just a consummate hostess uh, and also a, a spiritual person on a spiritual path that inspires me a lot. She's uh, big into, we bonded over the teachings of Abraham Hicks together. We have bonded over um, all of that kind of stuff, the the thought life stuff. But then also recently we had an amazing conversation where uh, we talked about Jesus and uh, really connecting with that sort of heart energy that we see in Jesus. And I thought since this is December the month uh, where we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Um, I only say that because, like, we don't actually know when Christ's birthday was. They they just picked it. They, whoever started the church, um, just picked it. But I kind of love that it's, like, right in the middle of um, this solstice, Yule, like, this time of year I, I find very portentous. I enjoy it a great deal. And anyway, I love Jesus. I love talking about Jesus with other people who have an expanded sort of non-religious experience with Jesus, like really just um, sort of understanding the teachings and digging in. Um, so we talk about that in this episode, and we talk about CBD, uh, which is the non-psychoactive form of cannabis. You're going to learn a lot from Saline. Saline knows a lot. She has a business um, that specifically sells vetted products um, that are in the rainbow of all the different things that the non-psychoactive um, cannabis can provide for you. So if you are interested in healing or Jesus or spirituality, this is the episode for you. Also, um, you can hear her backstory. So this is the second time. I love these interviews, by the way, where I get to sort of circle back with my friends and have new topics and dig in more. Um, Because usually the first time I have someone on, I want to go into their backstory. I want to hear coming out stories if they're queer. I want to, you know, just get, get that kind of... Uh, groundwork laid, but this is one where we've already laid the groundwork, so you can go back and listen to episode 20 if you want to hear Saline's backstory, which I highly recommend. She has an amazing story of healing with cannabis and growing up Seventh-day Adventist and all of that kind of stuff. So that's your your backstory if you want it. Um, And also, uh, before we hop onto the virtual porch, I wanted to just share a story from my life today. Uh, This woman, I live in a a retirement community. It's not formal, but pretty much everyone here is retired uh, or over the age of 60. Um, I'm one of the very rare youngsters here. Um, And someone was like, oh, I have some questions about Facebook. Can you answer them? And like, do you know about Facebook? And I was just like, I had to ponder. I was like, I guess I know about Facebook. I'm a functional person on Facebook, right? Um, And she had some questions. And it's interesting because like, Facebook changes all the time. Like they're just, they're constantly rolling out little changes. So like when you want to do anything with your account, it's a different part of the screen and it looks different on the computer than on your phone, right? Like there's like I can't know things off the top of my head, right? So she's asking me some specific questions. Uh, and she's like, well, I really just need a young brain to help with this. And I said, you don't. 
actually. You don't need a young brain. What you need is to take the limits off the brain you already have. I said, like, you have, because of your age and your experience in life, you have done many things that you didn't know how to do when you started to do them. And it's really, truly just thoughts that get in the way of you being able to adapt to new and different technologies. Um, I think someone just said this to me tonight on a training, and it just really hit home. It's being illiterate is no longer going to be about not being able to read. It's about not being able to learn things and then unlearn things and then relearn things because things keep changing and adapting so much. And really, truly, what gets in the way of people's learning is their own belief about whether they can learn something or not. Um, And I'll say this, too, having been tutoring my mom on Zoom She's so much smarter than she gives herself credit for every time. And I, th- I, my job, I think, as a teacher or a coach or a Reiki healer or whatever I'm doing with someone is to leave the encounter uh, with them, having them feel more empowered and to know that they're capable of it. So if you're out there and you're a person who has used the excuse of, I need a young mind to do this, please take your excuses off and just trust yourself to just do the awkward first try and try, try again. That's just what it is. Every time you start a new school or a new job, you feel fear. You feel this like, I don't know what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And then by the time you get to the last day at that school or that job, you're like over it and you're not intimidated by it anymore, right? So just remember that when you're going into learning things. And I think I think truly it's conditioning. People want you to feel limited in what you can do so that you don't actually expand into your full human potential. Uh, and yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that, but it was really on my heart to talk about it. So I hope whoever needed to hear that hears that. And also, uh, before we get into this episode, I just want to tell you the best way to support this podcast is through my Patreon page. Patreon is a membership support site that allows creators like me to be supported by folks like you who find their work valuable. Um, My Patreon is primarily centered around my aerobics class. So I teach an aerobics class called Fat Kid Dance Party Aerobics. It's for anybody who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. Um, I call it Fat Kid because I think we all have an inner child that's really about inner child healing, but it's for anybody of any size who wants to party and move your body and have self-care in an environment that isn't about needing to change your body. It's about being present for the body that you have today, not the body you had 10 years ago, not the body you think you should have, just this body and having fun and moving it. I offer a flagship tier at 25 bucks a month. That's a full membership. Uh, you get six on-demand classes at a time, a 10-minute, a 20-minute, two 55-minute aerobics classes, a chair aerobics class, and a 45-minute canna-size aerobics class. And that's just cannabis for, or it's it's aerobics for a cannabis experience. So it's more repetitive and uh, and and easier choreography, right? Uh, and that also includes all of my Zoom classes. I teach Zoom aerobics at, on Saturdays. and But Zoom aerobics is available at any tier of support on the Patreon. So two bucks a month, you can come to all the Zoom classes. Um, they're super fun. I was very hesitant to teach aerobics on Zoom. I'm so glad I was willing to learn new things and adapt. Um, it's even, I've been doing it for about six months since June, and um, and I have continued to up-level in my technology, learning new things as Zoom unveils new things on the platform. I dig in and I learn those new things so that I can figure out how to continue to deliver better and better aerobics. 
And I'll say in a time where it feels like everything is rolling backwards or uh, like we're all running in molasses, the one thing that I feel the most proud of is that I think my aerobics get better every single week um, as I continue to push forward, learn new things, learn new physiology, learn new moves um, and implement them. And I get more chances to practice because I'm now teaching on Zoom instead of just like being like, oh, you know, I just have this on demand thing. Right. So. Anyway, I was willing to need new things and now I'm reaping the benefits. I love it. And I love getting to connect with people and getting to, um, teach people who are like literally on a different continent who zoom in. Um, and then plus like we connect after class and that's always the best part is getting to connect with folks. So if you want to support, it's patreon.com slash FKDP, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party. Um, and I super appreciate every single one of you out there who's helping me continue to move forward, uh, living the life of my dreams and serving you with fantastic self-care. Uh, so without further ado, I'd like you to visualize yourself with your favorite blanket from childhood on a porch with me and Celine just snuggled up and ready to get your coziest beverage and connect. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. And also shout out to my friend Manda who heard my podcast last week and was like, here's my Netflix login. You finish watching Emily in Paris. And I did. And I have to tell you, having been off Netflix for six months and now having it again, um, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm using again in some weird way. So I'm trying to modulate uh, how much TV I'm watching. But anyway, I did enjoy finishing that Emily in Paris thing. So anyway. Celine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Honored. Uh, immensely honored to even be included. Thank you so much, beautiful. Uh, Celine, you are one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. You're truly, I mean, truly, I, I was thinking about this prepping for this conversation. I was like, you know, Celine is one of those people I always like to dress for the person I'm about to connect to. And I couldn't think of anything specific to wear for you because you are one of the most accepting and loving people who like, I was like, Celine will love everything I wear. <laughs> I'm just going to dress to glow up and connect. And like, and, and it's so true. And you're just, uh, you're one of those people who also like me likes to change clothes a lot of times a day. Uh, <laughs> at the getaway, sometimes like I'll just turn around and Celine's in a new outfit. And I like to scream when I'm high. So and especially at a getaway. So I'll scream and announce Celine's new outfit. So it's, it's so true. I forgot all about that. It's so funny. I like to have, I change my costumes because the truth is, is it's all about content. And throughout our weekend, there's a lot of pictures taken and I don't want the same freaking outfit. I have an issue with that. I like more content, the better. And I might add your leopard going on is absolutely perfect for me. I have a deep connection to it. My grandmother loved leopard we inherited different pieces of her leopard connection when she passed but like seriously I grew up my grandma in you know like platforms <laughs> shoes because she was all a 410 in you know leopard from head to toe she was a hot mama so you picked the right top Okay, for people listening to this on the podcast, I'm wearing a leopard uh, sweater, but I also want to point out in my Zoom background, I have this like gold and black leopard scarf. This used to be my grandmother's who taught me that leopard is a neutral. And she also walked around in platform shoes, uh, all of 89 years old, walking through Costco in platform heels. Yes, yes, same, same with my grandma, Hundo. Yeah, she lived in 96 and she was still like, 
pretty much at 96 was still wearing those platform shoes with her leopard. <laughs> Amazing. So I think we were both um, very influenced by uh, fa fabulous women in our lives. 100%. Grandmothers. Oh my God, that's so great. Um, Celine, I want to talk, let's do business in the front. I want to talk about CBD, CB Rainbow and your store um, and, and what you have for people to heal. Because I think we're on like month 79 of quarantine. Uh, <laughs> I made that joke earlier and it's still true. Hilarious. <laughs> for those of you listening in the future, I think we're, I think this is actually month 10 of quarantine that we're, we're, we're in right now. And I just feel cannabis is just the spaceship that I ride to help me have a different oh, reality. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. whoa, whoa. Sorry, whoa, I'm so Okay. Alarm uh, assuaged our, uh, our joint setting up. I mean, that's a sign of a nice life is when your joint sets off a fire alarm while you're ah. uh, <laughs> ah, it's so real. Usually I set off my fire alarm by cooking bacon. Um, and it's like, weed or bacon, baby, weed or bacon. Weed or bacon. bacon. That's why when people walk into my home, that's usually the smell. <laughs> <laughs> that I think it's like it's weed and bacon combination with maybe like a pumpkin spice candle, like somewhere. Yeah, that sounds perfect. <laughs> That's my home. That gives me the warm feels a hundred percent. I am thrilled to be talking about CBD and all the different non-psychoactive, rich in cannabinoid uh, help these days. Cannabis is a very complex, it's an incredible plant medicine. And, uh, you know, we know about the THC a lot because we like to get high, but there's other components to this plant that are so beneficial for raising the quality of our lives, for bringing more day-to-day -day benefits of just feeling better. And you don't have to get high. So I always feel that CBD or other non-psychoactive cannabinoids are the gateway conversation to allow people to see the benefits of this incredible plant medicine. I am honored to represent this plant always. I mean, I just get teary-eyed and choked up. I think this plant, this plant is my life. I'm grateful to show up for her every day, every step of the way. Um, it's really a big uh, heart place for me uh, to show up for this gorgeous plant because it's, she has brought me so much quality and benefits to my life. And again, primarily focused on THC being the one. But in the last few years, as we've been truly dissecting the plant and having more education and more research, we have truly discovered the benefits of these other non-psychoactive cannabinoids. And there's like over a hundred of them. It's pretty remarkable. And today with the Hemp uh, Act, the Farmer's Hemp Act, you know, the United States uh, has been like, well, we consider this hemp. It's the same plant, cannabis, it's the same plant as cannabis. However, if it happens to have less than 0.3% of THC in the cannabis sativa plant, then it's considered hemp. Then we can sell it nationwide. Then, okay. So at first, my belief of that, because I was so THC focused and cannabis focused that I thought, 
Well, hemp is just another plant and it only has industrial benefits for making uh, fibers and fuel and other beautiful things, but it's not going to get you high. And that's true. It might not get you high, but there are other benefits and there are other, I'm, I'm serious. What's happened over the years is I believe there was more of an industrial strain of hemp for those things I just mentioned, the fuel and the fiber and whatnot. However, today, because we have noticed and we have really researched and we're starting to scratch the surface of the benefits of other cannabinoids, I have noticed a giant trend that's happened, especially in Oregon, because in the onset of legalization, they were really giving an opportunity for people to grow hemp and to research it for a very minimal cost to get in as a license versus THC. So it really went in that direction in Oregon, like almost right out the gate because to the tune of maybe $1,500, they could get a license to grow unlimited amount of hemp on their property of, I think, I maybe mean, five acres or 10 acres or whatever, some allotment. That said, it's brought a lot of science to the plant where now they are using those beautiful strains that, we're, that we all grow up to and we all have the extreme benefits from those plants, their terpene profiles, their flavonoid profiles, their THC usually, and CBD. But now what they've done is they've taken, genetically taken out the THC so that it's uh, under the 0.3% THC, but it still grows like a cannabis plant. I swear I've been to the gardens with CBD and CBG growing and I'm like, this is Bubba Kush. No, this is Lemon Kush. No, this is a Jack Herrera. And it is only that it's been genetically modified so that it's less than 0.3%. So you're still getting all the full or they would call it broad spectrum of the plant. Now, we're, when you talk about rainbow CBD, I believe this is what we're going towards, is um, we have a full spectrum, we have a broad spectrum, and we have an isolate. All of them are molecules of the CBD, beneficial many ways, okay? However, the most beneficial for medical purposes, for more for more uh, anecdotal, critically ill or, or disease or ailment related, you're gonna want a full spectrum plant because it has traces of THC, it has the flavonoids, the terpenes and the CBD or CBG or CBC or CBN, all those various cannabinoids. And when they're done with a food grade alcohol, uh, or a great uh, fatty oil, they allow it to be fully absorbed in a very broad spectrum of all those cannabinoids and flavonoids. That's where you're gonna get the most beneficial help uh, with seizures, with anxiety, with PTSD, with 
with uh, health ailments all across the board with more health ailments. Then we go to the broad spectrum, which is made from that plant that has already the less than or up to 0.3% THC. So you're not going to have as much. So it's not going to have as many of those other cannabinoids, flavonoids, terpenes that possibly uh, a whole full spectrum would give you. That said, there's still a lot still there left. Oh, I know what's happened. In the broad spectrum, the reason it's broad is because they do extract the, the cannabis plant or the CBD plant in a different form, in like a CO2 process, which is what we're very familiar with. They would go in the vape pens and whatnot. It's an easy process, a clean, solvent-free process with just water to get the concentrate of the cannabis down. That said, when you do it in a CO2 process system versus a food-grade alcohol, it takes out, a, it strips a lot of those terpenes and flavonoids. So instead of having a hundred terpenes and flavonoids full spectrum, you may only have up to like 15 or 20. So still beneficial, still beneficial because it's working in unison, in a synergetic field of the full plant, but it's less cannabinoids. So it's less beneficial on some level. And then we go to the isolate. And that literally is just the CBD as the single molecule isolate. That's it. It has no other, uh, no other terpenoids, flavonoids, and THC, nothing else. It's just the isolated molecule of CBD. And at first I was like, there's no benefit in that. But the truth is there is benefit because a, a molecule is a molecule is a molecule. It still interacts with our body and brings us benefit. Will it probably stop your child from having a seizure? Probably not. But does it help you on a day-to-day -day basis if you already pretty much well and just want to improve the quality of your life like vitamins? It'll help the inflammation. It'll help the pain. And now that I have an online marketplace, having just uh, authored a CBD cocktail book, I found it was really my responsibility to research more of non-psychoactive cannabinoids to bring good resources to the, pub, to the mass public. If you can buy CBD now at your gas station, I want to tell you what to look for and what's beneficial and what's probably not so, right? So that's what prompted me to start my online marketplace. What's it's, the address of your online marketplace? Just say, I'll put it in the show notes, but let's-, let's There's a couple ways you can do it. Here's to the number two, here's to cbd.com. And that will automatically just- link you into, or you could just go to uh, shop.h2c.store. Either one, that's the marketplace. And I will be completely transparent. I am still curating uh, all the brands that I want to make it so it is abundant and well-rounded. Uh, it's, it's, it's getting there, but it takes time to 
truly vet the right brands that we want to represent, that we want to give the public. And most importantly, we want to know that it's been lab tested and so that we know that it's really good medicine. Even if it's, if it's an isolate or a broad spectrum or a full spectrum, it's clean, good medicine for you that you could trust. And that's what I'm really always looking for. I'm looking for artisanal, American crafted CBD small brands. I've been in the industry for over two decades. And when we passed adult consumption, I had run medical marijuana for about 15 years. And when we passed legalization, adult consumption, as much as I love regulation and testing and making sure it's good medicine, it doesn't always access true patients to good medicine. And it has absolutely squished and squandered out some of the most influential people who have been on the forefront to bringing good, fine medicine and fighting for this plant for decades, family generations on decades of, of this cannabis business and the culture. And as it happens with when the government gets involved and uh, licensing and people are writing laws who have no relationship to this plant, um, the good fine people with the fine cannabis and the good products get squandered and squished out. And the fine people of Canada with the big budgets <laughs> and the deep pockets of corporate uh, in the corporate world they benefit from taking over in the market. So my marketplace, for me, it's important to truly bring those smaller artisanal American crafted, beautiful, love filled CBD and other cannabinoid rich medicines to the public. I want to lift them up. I want to give them a platform so that more people can see their fine medicines. So that's what H2C is about. That's what Here's to CBD is all about. And initially I launched it as Here's to CBD. What I've learned now is that again, there are more than a hundred different other non-psychoactive cannabinoids that are just scratching the surface of their benefits to our lives. So I don't wanna be just pigeonholed to just CBD. I wanna give you more uh, information and bring you more products of CBG and CBN and CBC and CBDA. And I wanna educate you the difference on why those are important to you. So that's what I'm about these days, it's kind of fun. Oh yeah, that's so fun. I also love that like cannabis is a plant that is constantly unfolding. Like we're always just like uncovering new ways that she's ready to heal us. I can't believe like once you get settled into doing CBD, then like because you're a frontiers woman, essentially, because cannabis is a frontier business. This hasn't existed. Um, Absolutely. With the because we, and I mean, by the time prohibition came around, we didn't have computers yet, right? So like we have a whole new technological information age with which to educate consumers so i would say yay gas station cbd but actually buy yourself somebody who actually cares about about what you're putting in your body rather than a gas station which is just literally just trying to monetize and upsell you yeah what's happening with that gas station stuff is it's just an isolate or it's who knows an isolate coming from china you know and like do you want to consume an isolate from china of cbd where it could have 
lots of other chemicals because that's what happens with CBD when it's in a film. It kind of attracts other chemicals and whatnot. So it's very sensitive. So we want to make sure it's the cleanest medicine possible for you. So you're getting the most benefits ever yeah. possible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, um, uh, Christina, the concierge uh, was saying like, rather than just having some random bud tender who doesn't have to have any qualifications, tell you what medicines to use actually being a proactive consumer and figuring out what's right for you by connecting with people you trust, like someone like you, who's been in the that who's devoted her life to the plant and has been in the industry for 20 years and definitely it's just it's so funny how like at the beginning of the year it was cbd and now we're at the end of 2020 and it's like all these different rainbow letters all the letters anything all the thing all the ways to classify as we learn more and more about the plant so that's really fun. that's right and this is a very important year to learn about different plant medicines that can help our anxiety and allow us to feel more safe and secure and a sense of all is well. Yeah. And plant medicine can truly help that. And I think also plant medicine helps us, like if we're going to go into the psychoactive region, which truly is my favorite anyway. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I like to, I like to feel high. I mean, not all the time, but like when I get high, I want to, I want to be a visionary. I want to be a frontiers woman uh, in terms of the world, like what, what can we vision to be in this place as our current systems are crumbling? Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that, but I think you and I, and people who are like more aware are realizing how fragile everything is. And they're just crumbling under the weight of this unexpected virus and pandemic. And so I, I'm curious for you, you had mentioned to me once, like in a one-on-one -on -one conversation that like there's a THC CBD one-to-one -one ratio that if you take a tincture like that, it helps you experience, you get more high. Is that, it, tell me more about tolerance and- Oh, okay. Like well, I, I have heard that. I heard that smaller amounts of both together can allow you to be more high. I have not experienced that personally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that when you ingest both, CBD and THC on a regular basis in your body, it creates an uh, 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 apoptosis within your system where other irregular cells like cancer cells really don't want to live in that environment. So that alone is a great incentive to do a little one-to-one -one before bed every night. So even if you are sort of high, you're going to sleep through and it'll offer you immense, good, restful sleep. Ooh. Yeah. CBD is really amazing for inflammation. Where does disease begin? Through inflammation. Mm -hmm. So on a cellular level, if we can start that process of continually aiding our endocannabinoid system and aiding ourselves to keep the inflammation down, we're going to be more healthy longer. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, okay. So taking a right turn, I want to talk about Jesus. Uh, Cause you yes. and I uh, started having this great, or we did have a great conversation on the glowing goddess getaway IGTV. So some ways that you can, if you're already in love with Saline and you're like, Oh, I want to keep hanging out with Saline. There's so many great ways to do it. She's the official Saline on, on um, Instagram 
but also the co-founder of the Glowing Goddess Getaway. And one of the amazing things that you and Deidre have been doing during this whole pandemic when we can't, I mean, you're, you had to shut down this actual whole business. The Glowing Goddess Getaway is a business that provides these beautiful weekend getaways for goddesses to just glow up and come back to their their families and loved ones in this like nice float up. I had a great re restorative weekend away. None of those can happen. So nothing's happening for the Glowing Goddess Getaway. And yet you two continue to serve. And 4.20 every day Pacific time, you go live on Instagram and um, and have guests. And I popped in there with you uh, and we were talking about spirituality and Jesus came up. And I just have never felt so symbiotic with someone in terms of like how they talked about their walk with uh, with Jesus and that energy. And so I'm just, will you tell us about like your, your belief system and your spirituality and how Jesus kind of flows in there for you? Yes, I am. I choked up. I am so honored to talk about that. Um, okay. So I grew up in a very dogmatic religion called Seventh-day Adventism. And my parents just really truly came from shit themselves. So all their purpose was in life was to come together and create just magic love. <laughs> and they had no other idea of how to do that. But my grandmother, the leopard lamp grandma, <laughs> encouraged them to go to her church that she, you know, so that they could get married and whatever, because my parents met when my mom was 14, when my dad was 22. Yes. And they got together and they never were away from each other for 58 years after that. That said, they are the living, were, and always were the living example for me of Christ consciousness. I went to a Christian private school from first to 12th grade. There was a lot of dogma. There was a lot of doctrines. There was a lot of judgment and a way you had to be. And my parents were the living Christ consciousness at home of unconditional love that our doors were always open. It was a, a home filled with love always. Unconditional and non-judgmental. My parents were super not, it's still non-judgmental. They just take you for where you are and just love you. And I saw the absolute opposite of that within the parent structure and the other people involved with a, an organization of the church. So for me personally, I studied the Bible. I was all about the Jesus my entire life because I had to be. And then I, in college and after, it was my greatest joy to discover other ways of seeing other masters that brought other people to their divine connection with something bigger than themselves. And who is I in this small-minded world of America? Once you've traveled in other countries, once you've opened your heart to other cultures and other people, you realize there's no fucking way there can just be one master. And you start seeing and unfolding all those other beautiful masters that have come and lived on this planet and brought so much love and joy to us, so much wisdom. So now, personally, this is only me today. 
I love Jesus, the Christ, the Christ consciousness. I believe Jesus was the master of your heart chakra. I would believe Buddha was the master of your right here, third eye or heart, you know, head chakra part number one, one, he was up here. Mm-hmm. Jesus was here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're all masters and there's many more to bring us whatever is in alignment with us. I'm here to support any master that anyone finds an alignment that they can realize that they too have that divine purpose on this planet. You made that agreement when you came here to be the most divine you possible. How that shows up, who knows, but show up for it every day. So Jesus to me is the pure, beautiful example of heart chakra love. Jesus was an example of the pure example of you too have the divine right to be connected. You don't need, I believe, you don't need me to tell you. You don't, you too can have what I have. I'm showing you that for me, Jesus, he is my father. You too, he is your father. Therefore, you are connected. We are all connected to the divine together. And so Jesus, to me, lived on this planet to show us through his grace and his actions that we, too, can have the divine connection to the most infinite, the one that creates all universes. And we, too, have that birthright. He showed us the way. And um, so that's how I feel about Jesus. Yeah, I believe I don't believe the story about having us being sinners and that we need his blood to cover us to be you know saved for that all-purpose heaven i don't really believe in a heaven and a hell i believe that we are constantly living we'll go on and on and on and on that's what i believe it's a far-fetched story for many people it's easier to believe a book that people tote your way and tell you all your life there's many beautiful divine um they're not what are those called analogies or metaphors for the beauty of life even here today but me believing in that book called the bible i i can't subscribe to that anymore i can't subscribe to that but jesus the christ love just love him yeah oh i love that um and i love too that you had um a dogmatic and sort of very prescriptive uh, experience growing up, but you were able to kind of transcend that and apply it through your own observations and experience in the world and still take what you liked from that and leave the rest behind and not need to be tied down, but can take the things that really resonate for you in the truth of what you've observed in your human experience. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel, yeah, I feel so abundant in love knowing that because I don't have to judge anything or anyone and I just have the pure connection, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that like, for me, I always see Jesus kind of like a brother, you know what I mean? Like someone who's just there to show me how I can love better. 
um, and love other people. I see, I like, if I'm to describe how I am spiritually, I'm like a witch son, like, and, and by which I mean, just divine feminine, like earth centered spirituality, like really strongly tied to astrology and, and just knowing that we're made of stardust and the stars are, we're just reflecting the stars. Right. And like, but I see myself as like, a in a moon sort of way, like a moon sign, like very Jesus moon, like Christ moon, like trying ever to relate to people more and more in the, the tradition and example of the Christ consciousness, which, you know, I, I love that you say it's like that love frequency. Cause I've also felt that too, that, that like, it's, it's a heart chakra thing. Um, and then it totally makes sense that like Buddha is in the crown chakra or third eye chakra, like up here. And then like, I'm like, Ooh, who are root chakra masters? And I think about like Barbara Corellis with urban Tantra and like all of our great sexuality instructors who are like kind of teaching us how to like master that. Um, and it's, oh, I love getting to be a learner in this planet and like spirituality is something that I focus a lot of my attention and, and energy. Me too. Yeah. It brings me great joy. I really, truly believe that this year in particular has really brought that to the surface. This is a year to look back a year like no other mm -hmm. and is your opportunity to go within. Ugh. Everything is slowed down. It's yeah. given you the divine opportunity to go within and search what truly brings you joy and purpose to your life yeah everything's going to be different after this year so you too can make the same jump and leap in faith knowing that it's all divinely working for you and you've been given a year of contrast so you'll have more clarity of what and how you want to show up mm. yes totally contrast Contrast has been a big theme this year. It's funny because like even I, I think I'm a very Pollyanna optimist, like pretty high, high vibe, positive thinker, much like you. Um, and even I in the last like couple weeks, it's the last couple weeks since Thanksgiving, really. Um, <laughs> I've just been like a little struggling. I'm like, I'm feeling, and by struggling, I mean, I'm feeling a lot of contrast. I want to be traveling. I want to go visit my friends. I want to eat real barbecue. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, there's so much I'm missing. And I just, I'm like kind of having these bratty tantrums, but also trying to just stay yeah. in my chill and know that I have, I can't serve from a bratty cup. <laughs> so I got to figure out how to get a little less bratty and a little more uh, self-loving and kind. Uh, just gentle, just gentle with yourself. Just yeah. be so nice and realize we only have a few more days left of this year. <laughs> and we have a new hope for after January 20th. I'm sorry. We have a new shift of energy happening. It's already starting, but it is going, it's shifting. It's already happened. This people have spoken. The shift is happening once again after a tumultuous year of looking within and experiencing probably the worst things possible we have hope we have something to look forward to and a new way to approach it right here's hoping and also i think i have hope because i think so many of us 
plenty of people are going to go through this pandemic and not make any changes in their lives and good on them. But I'm really focused on the people who went through this pandemic and are like, something needs to change. I need to be more in aligned with who I am. I'm realizing what's the garbage in my life, what I need to let go and how I can level up. And all of those people, that's who I'm excited about. Cause that's, what's going to up-level our whole society and yep. give us more to work with. It starts right here, though, Bevan. It starts right here. And that's all we have to be responsible for is you and me. And then these conversations. And then then look what happens, right? So that's all we have to take on is our own personal selves. Forget about trying to save the world. It all starts right here. There's a really good um, rampage of Esther Hicks that I love on YouTube. It's called The Rampage of Ease. Um, I try to listen to it at least a few times a week and it really goes into that. It's like, you can't, don't think about changing anybody else. Just focus on your vibe and your vibe only. And that's really what's going to change the world. It's like, is up-leveling your hundred percent sister. And the more we see it, the more other people see it. Yes. And that's all we're responsible for is just right here, right here, right here. And it'll only, you know, tenfold out. It'll only tenfold out. how you feel when you leave a getaway because you've all like given it and given and given and given to yourself all weekend and then you leave and you're like Whoa! and it's the same we can do that every day for ourselves yeah you know? oh so good uh Salem, what's been your mvp self-care for this year during this pandemic because you are such an extrovert you are such a party creator hostess extraordinaire and uh I bet you. I am. And that's been difficult because um, I don't get the same payoff from Zooms as I do at a getaway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess that there are 420s, you know, stepping in, just dropping in. I absolutely have been really appreciating um, just being vulnerable on Facebook at 9 a.m. on Monday mornings. I never thought that I would be the one facilitating uh, meditations on a weekly basis. Uh, but it really serves a great purpose for me to be that vulnerable and that open and people find benefit from it. And I, I'm just, I'm just in awe and I'm honored to show up. So that's been really um a heart connector to this beautiful community. I miss our community. Um, however, as much as I'm an introvert, I do like to hermit and be home. So it's been fun. I've baked a lot. I've cooked a lot. I've, I've added the COVID-20 for sure. <laughs> Chilling, yeah. Um, but really it's been about going within, like practicing different techniques to just not go into the fear zone, not believe that because it love rules always, you know, love rules over fear always. And that's my truth and our truth. And I want to focus on that more often. And so no matter what it looks like out there, no matter what old white haired, orange haired guy was going to be in charge, my happiness does not come from without anything exterior of myself and that's probably been the biggest challenge and growth and focus of this year for me is to really come to that realization that it's an inside job that love starts right here that we always have to follow the fun and 
and what really truly does move us and make us feel good. We got to follow that really, truly. And by doing that, everything's going to be okay. It's always working for our best good always. And just trusting that fact and knowing no matter what it looks like, it's all working for my highest good always. For me, for this beautiful community of goddesses, for the greater good of this planet. I know it's all for us in the divine way. It's happening. Uh, blessed be, and so it is. It's all happening for us. Uh, Celine, you are such a gift and a treasure. Thank you for sharing your wisdom on my podcast and just being my friend and co-creator in the world. I'm just, uh, I cannot wait. I just want to like cast this vision as we close this out of like how the fact that like after pandemic, there's going to be more states that are legally available uh, because there's, that's already happened. Right. Yep. So we get to tour the glowing goddess getaway to more places. Yep. And after it all might of have this, expansion of numbers too, versus yes. California, the hotspot, you know, exactly, exactly. Yep. And we are yep. going to just love each other and never take it for granted ever <laughs> again. <laughs> And like, I mean, like in this, honestly, in this time, after last year, I was like, how did I never go to as many getaways as I could have? There were a couple I didn't go to last year just because I had conflicts. I should have cleared those conflicts and gone anyway, because now I'm like, ugh, I just want it. I need it. I need the togetherness. And so I can't wait. can't wait for us to be back. I can't wait to create and grow that gorgeous community nationwide because more states that are legal now and that just means more women who are thirsty for community yes plus canada we're coming for you maples we're yes. coming yes okay love you saline thank love you, you so much. thanks for including me i love you so much have a blessed day